Gary Hoffman. They gave him a five-minute standing ovation at the end. Shannon Farron. The bitch is insane. F*** you for being here and ruining everything for everybody else. Gary and Shannon. Together, we will make America great again. You know it's fine, I go, Okay, five AM six forty more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon show. Brian Suits filling in for Gary and Shannon. We were just having a heated discussion off air about the baby animal bracket, and a, the, a pretty intense anti pangolin faction is rearing its ugly head. And I'm a little annoyed by that because that's the point of a bracket. If you want to be anti pangolin, nominate a different animal, an unnamed board op, who I'll call Rake. Stone. That is your last name. Um, <clears throat> all right. President Trump is in the air as we speak. Steve Gregory is in San Diego as we speak. Steve Gregory for KFI News. KFI radio legend, by the way, I should mention. So you're, oh, are you at the kind. wall site or are you at, you're at Miramar? Near, I was just at the, near the wall site. They're not letting us get near the prototypes, but I was just down at a, um, a pro-Trump, pro-wall rally, and now I'm headed into uh, – Marine Corps Air Station, Miramar. I'm just a couple miles from there. So what? what's on the menu? He lands and he speaks to the assembled service members, or he lands and he motorcades to the beauty pageant for well, concrete? Well, <laughs> he's expected to land at around 1130 local time, and he'll probably address the troops then. He'll have a few words to say. Then he's supposed to get on a helicopter. He'll fly down to Brownfield, which is a municipal air airfield just near the border, actually. It's just a, a few hundred feet or a few hundred yards from the actual prototypes. And then he'll motorcade over to check out the eight prototypes. And then when he's done there, he'll helicopter back over to the air station, and then he'll make more comments before he gets on a plane at 3 o'clock to head up back to L.A. for a fundraiser. So then he goes, blah, 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 beautiful wall, phenomenal wall, greatest wall ever. He gets on Air Force One in at Miramar, and he comes up to apparently Santa Monica Airport, but evidently. But have have they even revealed that? They're being pretty tight-fisted on this. Yeah, you know, the, la- the last we heard was that uh, he'll go into Santa Monica, and then he'll helicopter over to the uh, VA hospital, that field near the VA hospital. And then he'll motorcade over to the hotel. Oh, that's huge because that avoids Santa Monica Boulevard for what, like five miles or something. That's uh, that's actually pretty damn uh, courteous for for four p.m. in Los Angeles. Well, they they learned that with one of the last time uh, last visits of President Obama. Uh, they because they before what they were doing is they would land at LAX near the executive terminal. And then they would motorcade all the way up to 405, causing just wreaking just major Oh, my havoc. God, I know. And then they learned after a while, I think there was so much blowback from the traffic because it happened always in the middle of afternoon rush hour. So there was so much blowback that they, they had to get together with LAPD. And LAPD's like, listen, you guys, you know, we'll do whatever we can, but you've got to re- understand this is the worst rush hour in the, in the country. You've got to do something. you got to help us. So they came up with these rolling closures where it's like, you know, he goes by and then back, you know, a couple hundred feet later, then they open the road. So they open it kind of right on the heels of the motorcade. 
And, and also keep in mind that he was mainly affecting Democrats. So I'm actually kind of surprised, <laughs> surprised that Trump has not suggested actually landing Air Force One directly on 405 and then leaving it there and then helicoptering up to Sepulveda Pass and then motorcading on Mulholland. Now, wouldn't that, you know, that would that would be funny to watch. I would, you know, can you imagine the outrager with that? I think, uh, I think Governor Brown would come up the National Guard on that one. Um, and then, and also put a Patriot missile battery on Gwyneth Paltrow's lawn <laughs> and Trump would say, Hey, national security. Only in Brian's world do I see uh, that. And then, so evidently, then Trump is actually spending the night in Beverly Hills. So there's not going to be a reverse motorcade at 11 p.m. or anything, I guess. No, I, I guess, and I'm not sure what time he departs uh, tomorrow, but uh, probably, I know probably 7:30 a.m. at the height of the morning commute. <laughs> the morning, <laughs> the the morning drive, exactly. But uh, so, and it's not clear how long he's going to spend down here at the border prototypes, the wall prototypes. It's not clear. Um, I mean, there's eight different styles, if you will, and apparently he's favoring one particular style that uh, it's got like a uh, a Ballard kind of um, design at the bottom where you can see through it. So it's got but, it's got breasts. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, go ahead. I was interrupting. Oh no, no, I didn't hear what you said. I I, I think they're called Ballards. There, the the bottom part of it, and then you can see through it, and the um, uh, then the top of it is solid. So there's a there's a place for the border agents to to look through. Apparently, a lot of the border agents have kind of unofficially chimed in with their favorite, and they kind of lean toward this one. And I was talking to a couple organizers from the the pro wall rally, and they also favor that design because you can see through it, and it's still enough to deter uh, people from trying to get over it. And then where it. where are the saltwater tanks for the sharks? The, the what? The saltwater tanks for the sharks. <laughs> uh, that I don't know that I'm familiar with that design. Uh, I just know of the eight prototypes themselves. That's what I thought you said. I'm sitting there. What is he talking about? Well, you know, they, they uh, must they must not have read closely the uh, the uh, request for uh, for uh, the RFPs, the request for proposal on this. <laughs> the one that's got the elevated moat. Yes. <laughs> No, that one. Uh, you know, it's funny because they won't let any of us get near it. And I was not. Any, I was not able to get to the one and only media event uh, where they allowed the, the press up close and personal. But from the pictures I've seen, they're, they're they're very interesting designs, and they come from all over the country, including one company that um, uh, submitted an Israeli design uh, based on walls in Israel. So it's going to be really interesting to see where it goes. And we've also been told that. These, there, there are the eight designs of these prototypes, and it's very possible and likely that depending on the topography or depending on, you know, the conditions of the of the area, that you may have one type of wall for, you know, 100, 200 miles, then another type of wall for another 100, 200 miles, that kind of thing. So, and, and this is not – he's not going to name a winner. He's just no, looking at this no, is not no, part no, of the no. event. He, he's just coming down for a progress report. And, you know, I mean, because he, he doesn't get to choose. It's going to be up to uh, it's going to be up to Customs and Border Protection officials, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers. It's going, there's going to be a lot of people at play here to decide that because it, they had to bring in a team from Florida. Uh, they were part of a team that went through to put those all those prototypes through their paces and drilling through it, running vehicles into it, lighting it on fire, explosives. 
trying to scale it, doing all kinds of tests on it just to see how impervious they are. So they are equally weighing uh, the bathing suit with the talent with the questions. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, C. Gregory is on the scene. We'll check in with you uh, maybe this time next hour as he says Trump is circling. And he'll, apparently, so wheels down approximately 1130? Correct. All right. Uh, Steve Gregory there in uh, the Southland, where KFI rules, by the way. So, uh, Steve, uh, stay safe, drink water. Take care, buddy. All right. Um, there he goes. Well, we'll take a break, come back, and talk a little bit more about this and how our lieutenant governor is throwing a poopy. Your chance to win $1,000 is coming up, brought to you by Cunning Detail. Bleeding gums? Call Cunning Detail for a free exam, 888-640-SMILE. Keep listening. KFI AM640. More stimulating talk. Gary and Shannon show. Nobody wants to be KFI AM 644 stimulating talk. The Gary and Shannon show. Brian's just filling in. If you're looking to win some money, listen up, everybody. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. BILLS. So that means uh, if you're in the know, then uh, then you know what to do. Answer the phone even if it's from a number that you don't recognize. Your next chance to win is next hour. You have a chance to win $1,000 once an hour, 5 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday here on KFI. So listen up for next hour. But in the meantime, answer the darn phone. Darn you. Darn you all to heck. Well, so, there. you know, keep in mind, Trump, uh, regardless of what Hollywood says out loud about Donald Trump, especially when he's close to, to, to their front yards, there, there are loads and loads and loads of people who are friends with Donald Trump who live in Hollywood. and and But, but they tend to be transplants from the East Coast who now are making their living here in Los Angeles. And I, I heard a rumor from – there's a friend of mine who, who, who lives across the street from a very, very famous prominent animator slash director slash – movie star he he writes his own movies that he directs when he's not doing his animated series and right so anyway my friend's getting out of town for for business but he said the word is to get out of town because i was wondering what house in beverly hills would actually uh host trump because you would be a pariah in in that neighborhood and not only because, you know, there's going to be all these town cars there and people are going to be Ubering to it and the whole thing, but because it, it would, you'd be outing yourself as a, uh, as a Trumpolo. So who would actually do it? And I, I got someone gave me a heads up on that, that who would do it is a longtime friend of Trump's. And not only that, but Trump is spending the night in Beverly Hills and that tomorrow, prior to getting out, to keep in mind, Trump is on East Coast time. So 5 a.m. is nothing to Trump. 5 a.m. is 8 a.m. to Trump. And that the, the word is, and, if, and I can, if I can be more specific later on before 2 p.m., I will, but, but the, the word is that the, the friend of Trump who, not the guy who's hosting the dinner, but the longtime friend of Trump who, is, who you would know is going to take him to a famous deli in Beverly Hills tomorrow. And that the deli is being prepped for a you know presidential walkthrough at six a.m. or something like that. So that that would just be curious because because you know he is a man of the people. And when you're a man of the people, you go through a deli in Beverly Hills and you just rub, rub elbows with with the randos with uh, with the the salt of the earth. <clears throat> Speaking of salt of the earth, Gavin Newsom. 
And also, we're coming back here in a little bit. The I don't know if the Democratic National Committee uh, President Tom Perez has a hotline to Hillary Clinton, but she effectively gave Trump his campaign commercial for 2020 yesterday. She was speaking to a Congress of Indian Americans about uh, about Indian success in America, and she broke down her reasons for not winning the presidential election as she sees it. So we'll, we'll play that for you here in, in just a second. But your lieutenant governor uh, is running for the governor of the state of California, and uh, he does these animations that he voices. This is this is him doing VO, as we say in the business, or voice over. And uh, so this is Gavin's anti-Trump screed, and I, I tweeted it out. It's a cute little animation, but it's mainly a series of ad hominem attacks and bad economics. It's official. Donald Trump finally worked up the nerve to visit California, bringing his fear of everything agenda with him. Let's get real. Donald Trump's border wall is a monument to idiocy, a 1,900-mile waste of taxpayer money that newsflash is impossible to complete. Rivers, mountains, tribal and private land, and countless other obstacles make the wall more like Swiss cheese than an insurmountable barrier. The wall will not secure our border. And uh, By the way, a woman on a ladder with a baby on her back uh, is uh, Trump jumps up and he knocks the ladder backwards. But there's a woman with a baby on her back trying to get over the Trump wall. In other words, she's, she's trying to cross illegally into the United States, but Trump knocks the ladder down. The wall will not secure our border, and Mexico is never going to pay for it. And then, by the way, and I don't know, Producer Nick, did you actually walk through, did you watch this entire thing? Did you notice that the president of Mexico, which is supposed to be Peña Nieto, he doesn't look like Peña Nieto. Do you see who it looks like? It looks a little like Gavin. It looks a lot like Gavin. He's got the ha- it was the hair. Totally yeah. the hair. That's got what the, I thought, got too. The, got the Gordon Gecko hair yeah. and his uh, defiant stance, but it doesn't look like, uh, and what's his name, in, in Enrique, Enrique uh, Peña Nieto. But so anyway, Trump hands Peña Nieto a, a bill, and Peña Nieto tears it up. Mexico is never going to pay for it. Now Trump is trying to turn ICE into his own personal army of hate. You heard more that. Than doubling arrest. You heard that right. A federal law enforcement agency, Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Yeah, you get out of here. There you go, Shannon. Uh, is is a personal army of hate. So if you're a federal law enforcement agent in ICE, you thought you were in a federal agency. No, you're an army of hate. Trump is trying to turn ICE into his own personal army of hate by more than doubling arrests of non-criminal immigrants. So we'll be back. Does he think that if you're on the fence about Gavin Newsom, this is this is what makes you jump on the other side? We'll uh, I'll play the, the, the big uh, economic epiphany uh, on in this one, uh, unless you're actually an economist, and this will make sense. When we come back, Gavin and, uh, and Hillary providing Trump some commercials, some fodder for 2020. Back right after this, it is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Suits filling in KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. <laughs> KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Tootson again for Gary and Shannon. And uh, a reboot of Weekend at Bernie's happening in India. A private visit by Hillary Clinton uh, provides some uh, embarrassing uh, footage uh, for, for uh, Hillary. But anyway, back, back to Gavin Newsom. Now, as background, you'll recall, and, and economists will, uh, will point this out, that uh, the... Change in the way the pattern of illegal immigration occurred in in the mid 80s 
<clears throat> when when amnesty was uh, was was first provided means that more and more illegal aliens come here and stay here as opposed to the way it used to be where they would come as families uh, and they would work in orchards in Washington and then Oregon and then California as the fall went on and then they, they would go back home for six months with a lot of cash. And obviously that was a symbiotic relationship. Everybody benefited, but it benefited because they went back home uh, to, to Mexico. And there was a time in California when a roofer or a drywaller a blue-collar worker could pay for a house and send his kids, kids to college. Blue-collar jobs in California were, were livable wages. They were not minimum wage. But what happened? Well, there, there was a flood of cheap labor. What do you think happens when there's a flood of cheap labor? Wages are driven down. Did, did anyone pay attention in Economics 101? Uh, well, evidently, one uh, baseball player at Santa Clara Univer- University – is it Santa Clara State? Or University UC Santa Clara. I forgot. Anyway, uh, Gavin Newsom, or Lieutenant Governor, apparently, was busy throwing uh, batting practice at that point because um, he has a problem with deporting illegal aliens. It's official. Donald Trump finally going to pay for now, now now t- So again, this is his, the animation that he put up. This is his argument for why you should vote for him as governor. Trump is trying to turn ICE into his own personal army of hate. So ICE is the army of hate, and now ICE starts splitting apart families. Men and women are being torn apart by two different ICE agents. By more than doubling arrests of non-criminal immigrants. Trump is using ICE to tear apart families and pursuing a strategy experts call cruel, unjust. And, and then, by the way, in the background... Trump stands up and snaps his fingers in front of a banner that says, Make America White Again. And pursuing a strategy experts call cruel, unjust, and economic suicide. Deporting 11 million undocumented immigrants would take away 5% of our country's workforce. Ah, so you're saying that uh, if they were deported, there would be a 5% shortage in either low-skill or construction-skilled jobs. What do you think that would do for wages, Gavin? Rents would take away 5% of our country's workforce okay. and cost uh, taxpayers more than $400 billion. We can't- and again, he denies the cost of illegal aliens, even here in California, saying that somehow uh, that, that somehow losing 5% of the workhouse, workforce would cost $400 billion, as opposed to raising wages, uh, reducing unemployment of American citizens, who now are making a wage and paying taxes. So anyway, his, he's, he's as much of an economic genius as the actual governor, Jerry Brown. Billion dollars. We can't let this small, scared bully hurt our economy by terrorizing innocent people. Together, let's keep pushing his hate out of our state. Get out, hate. So there you go. And then his Roaring Bear logo. So again, th- this is not designed for people who uh, can be swayed by a rational argument. These are people who are already going to vote for Gavin Newsom. That's that's how that works. Um, that's how it works for uh, for Gavin. So, m- meanwhile, at the other end, and, and again, this is where I, I'm not. I don't want to do the Democrats' jobs f- for them. But I, I was saying this two years ago when the way the Democrats reacted when when Trump became the nominee, the way they reacted virtually guaranteed that he would be elected. They they did as much for Trump as as Trump did. I mean, you could have simply taken some of the uh, quotes from Hillary and run them in commercials. And in fact, she shot herself in the foot with bucket of deplorables or was it sustainable basket? I forgot, but it was bucket of deplorables. Sustainable basket. Sustainable (laughs) woven basket. Yes. Made of reeds. Have you heard of it? Or do you just go and do you, do you buy grocery bags or do you bring your own every time? 
I'm a jerk. I, I pay the 10 cents for the plastic bags. Oh, how, how many polar bears have choked on those? Because a few. Wait they, a second. I reuse them. I don't the just throw them away. I reuse them as other things. Oh, well, that's what I was asking. Yeah. You bring, uh, well, like. No, no, no. Do I don't bring things? them to the grocery store. Like parachutes? No, I no, just you know, garbage, other garbage bags, or well, if carry it, stuff to if it from Hillary, my car. If Hillary had said sustainable basket of deplorables, probably it would have had far less impact. But she said she had to say bucket of deplorables. So again, here in twenty eighteen, and, and by the way, some of the footage for the Trump, just keep this in mind, all of all of you Trump haters, as as you're putting on your padded pants and you're getting your gas masks for later on today, whatever you do today, on on Sunset or Wilshire or any wherever his route goes from the VA to this fundraiser, whatever you do is going to be in a Trump commercial. Because do you understand that the people who voted for Trump overwhelmingly think everybody in California is, you know, three sheets, uh, two arrows short of a quiver, okay? They already think that you're a coastal elite nutbag and and that uh, you're coddling illegal aliens. And they also think that most of you are illegal aliens. And you're going to go there and try to block his motor- motorcade. And by the way, here's a pro tip for you protest organizers for approximately 3 p.m. today on Santa Monica. If one of your party is literally waving a Mexican flag, you might want to have them roll that baby up. Because, man, if I were a Trump campaign manager and I saw footage of people waving Mexican flags on the lawn of the Veterans Administration of the United States of America, that would be front and center on my next commercial. Um, either that or Hillary Clinton in India. Uh, so uh, we'll play that for you when we come back. But um, I'm, I am predicting tear gas, tear gas by 4 p.m., an LAPD tack alert, and arrests. I'm saying arrests. And and you know what? People will scream as they're getting arrested as well. But it's all it's all going to happen. It's been building up for a year. Trump hasn't come here for a reason. I think the reason he has not come up here is to let this build to critical mass because he needs footage for his reelection campaign. And you morons are going to fall right into his hands. Back right after this, it's the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Suits filling in on KFI AM640, more stimulating talk. Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. Been a long time gone. Old Constantinople still is Turkish delight on a moonlit night. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Suits filling in for Gary and Shannon. And we just found out that a member of the KFI family is going to go on vacation to uh, Istanbul. So we, we he's... Oh, whoever it is, the unnamed person, is uh, soliciting travel tips. So if you want to uh, reply at Dark Secret Place, uh, my travel tip to Turkey is uh, that uh, it is safe. I mean, you're fine. In Istanbul, you're absolutely fine. You can wear shorts. Yeah, women should probably wear pants, but it's if you don't leave Istanbul, you're, you're fine. My one pro tip for going to Turkey that I just passed on to the unnamed interim uh, individual uh, is literally don't make fun of any of the statues. It is it is not an obscure law. It's a often enforced law in Turkey. You cannot mock statues, especially if it's a statue of Kemal Ataturk, the founder of modern-day Turkey. But as an American, there's one really funny feature of every one of those statues. Whenever that individual, Ataturk, is on a horse, 
for some reason, the Turks feel the need to emphasize the uh, the horse's virility, shall we say, or something. And uh, flaccid target. It's, and you, I, you're, you have a couple, and you're looking at, you're taking pictures of the statue, and you can't help but notice that uh, it's like Rex, the five legged horse. But how it, big? It's a quick way to spend an hour in a police station. So anyway, heads up. Uh, to uh, unnamed KFI family member, don't uh, don't do that. That's my advice. Uh, all right. So if Hillary Clinton was being paid to provide fodder for a Trump reelection commercial, she could not do any better than what she did in India yesterday. It's a uh, she was in uh, uh, New Delhi, not Mumbai. And I, that's my favorite Larry King question. When did it become Mumbai? It's always been Bombay. You can you can still call your gin Bombay, though. You don't have to call it Mumbai. So she's in New Delhi at this, like, Indian-American reach-out, TED-talky kind of thing. And so everyone in the audience, as most people do in, in India, speaks English. And, and Hillary is, is, is talking about what segments of America she won and who it was that voted for Trump. So, again, if you're a Trump campaign official... And you need audio because, yes, in guess what? In 2020, Trump will still be running against Hillary Clinton. Whoever the Democratic nominee is, uh, he'll still be running against Hillary Clinton. So you just can't do better than these 45 seconds. If you look at the map of the United States, there's all that red in the middle where Trump won. I win the coasts. I win, you know, Illinois and Minnesota, places like that. But what the map doesn't show you is that I won the places that represent two-thirds of America's gross domestic product. So I won the places that are optimistic, diverse, dynamic, moving forward. And his whole campaign, Make America Great Again, was looking backwards. You know, you didn't like black people getting rights. You don't like women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more than you are. Whatever your problem is, Pander. I'm going to solve it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't get more pandery than this. Women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more than you are. Whatever your problem is. I'm going to solve it. Yes, you Indian Americans. And let me just reiterate my full-throated support for your gambling establishments. By golly. So that is, um, I mean, do you hear a word of that that you wouldn't want to put in a uh, commercial? She went on to say, I hope that more people learn about Turkey. And that confused everyone. But uh, so again, hear, hear, hear this out. See where you fall into this. Of course, we're coastal elites, so we don't count. And, and we all know. That if you're a Republican and you even check the box in 2016 for who was president and you're in California, you know that you literally just wasted that wrist movement in, in doing that because you know where the hell you are. But meanwhile, for Wisconsin, which she didn't visit, she did not visit Wisconsin during her campaign. But for that huge and, – and by the way, if you're a liberal in Michigan – how, how do you like learning this, that you're now in a giant red bubble? If you look at the map of the United States, there's all that red in the middle where Trump won. I win the coasts. I win, you know, Illinois and Minnesota, places like that. But what the map doesn't show you is that I won the places that represent two-thirds of America's gross domestic product. So I won the places that 
our optimistic, diverse, dynamic, moving forward, and his whole campaign, Make America Great Again, was looking backwards. Yeah, so that's obviously that would be news to Texas, which continues to have one of the largest growth rates, uh, people moving in, um, uh, sales tax. They don't have a state income tax, so they the metric is sales tax. So that would be that would be news to all the tech businesses moving to Texas, by the way, uh, fleeing California, and and even within this state, the bluest blue part is hemorrhaging high tech. The bluest blue part of this state, which I suppose you could say would be the very top of Knob Hill in San Francisco, and then going down to Silicon Valley, they are fleeing. They're they're leaving. And, and part of the reason is because th- this state has become so double-tiered that there is a tier. Ne- never mind what Bernie says about the American economy. The model of it, the caricatures right here in California, you have a tier of ultra-high-earning tech and entertainment industry and uh, financial industry, very, very wealthy people. You have, as Schwarzenegger pointed out, 1% of the state paying 50% of the state tax revenue. And then you have the other 99% paying the other 50%, if, if you do pay state taxes at all. And, and so you get this third world disparate economic spread here in California. No one ever addresses that. Gavin won't talk about that. He'll talk about the income gap in the rest of the country, but not the income gap here in California, which the income gap in California has far more to do with ancient Egypt than it does with a modern capitalist economy. Far, far more. Either you're the pharaoh or you're one of the pharaoh's leg humpers or you're over there making bricks. That, and that's California. And that's because we've allowed a unlimited stream of cheap labor to come in. We used to not be ancient Egypt. We used to be sort of, um, well, sort of a, a, a high-tech agrarian America. People forget that we are the nation's, you know, the fruit, everything is grown in the Central Valley. But we don't, we don't talk about that anymore. Uh, we'll be back right after this. Uh, we will also, uh, we'll give you some, some early leaders here on the baby animal bracket for Gary and Shannon. If it is an infant animal and it's cute or even if it's not cute, <laughs> go to the Gary and Shannon page at KFIAM640.com. I'm still pulling for baby pangolin. No way. It is cute. No way. Sorry that it has armor scales, but it's cute. And uh, we'll we'll revisit this here in just a second. KFI AM640 more stimulating talk. Home, where families connect and memories are made. Find your new home with PenFed, a mortgage partner who brings confidence and value to your home buying experience. They offer low rates and no lender fees and can even help you find a real estate agent through their trusted partners. Let PenFed bring you home. Visit PenFed.org slash home or call 1-800-970-7766. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. 